politics Some culture and craft beer Politics And that is why you're here Politics Adam's up Welcome to Potoms Up. Fred and Blotto discuss the politics of today, the culture of our lives, and the beer of our state. Potoms Up. Here we are. Episode 56. Where are we, Fred? We are out in the woods near uh, Traverse City, Michigan. And uh, we're in uh, semi-seclusion to do the podcast this week. Now, actually, we are out in the woods with uh, some of our favorite people. This is our annual retreat. So uh, we have a huge amount of special guests, and uh, we're going to go around the room and introduce everybody. To my left, Baba, returning guest. How's it going? Good, good, friend. How are you today? I'm fine. Another beautiful day up here? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous and cold. I think it's yeah, yeah. Well, it's probably one of the warmest times we came uh, in the winter, at least mid forties on a February day. Yeah. To my left. <laughs> yeah, let's do it that way. We'll introduce each other. This will be fun. A first, hey, first time. Hey. <laughs> That's all I have to say. How are we doing today? I'm doing great. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful day, like you said. I didn't hear your name. Joe Reezy. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> Shells. Oh, hi. Hi, Shells. Hi. Another returning guest. It's been a while for you. Yeah, Glad to have you back. Thank you. <laughs> to my left. How are you now? How are you now? <laughs> Good new. Half pine? <laughs> <laughs> to your face. Hi. So, To my left. <laughs> Clark. Clark has also been a guest before on the show, and uh, it's been a while for him, but since we're all vacationing together, this is what you're going to get. <laughs> it might get a little raucous at times, <laughs> but we're going to do our best to hold it together and turn our phones off, because that's a no-no. <laughs> Fucking embarrassing! <laughs> and to my right is the engineering department, our good buddy Nobs. How's it going? Oh, this might be my last episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put the blood pressure cuff on him, uh, see if we can't get through this. Uh, yeah, I might need some beverage to get through this. Okay, well, funny you should say that. It would be your week to buy. Yep. So why don't you tell us what you've done? So since we're in Traverse City, which is one of the like brewery meccas of Michigan, uh, I stopped by the workshop, which is one of our favorite locations. Uh, so I wanted to get something that isn't packaged and distributed. This is easily found. So... I got their Plum Bob, which is a coffee oatmeal stout. Mm, everyone likes that. Yep. Clocking in at 6.8%. Nice. And they had another version of this, which was a bourbon barrel. But it was a four-pack for $20. And I wasn't really about that. I don't blame so it. So I cheaped out on y'all. It's not good economics. We're cheap. We're cheap drinks. We got six beers and seven people, so we're gonna have to kind of a little bit of sharing, a little sharing. Uh, I know that is motor oil. Yes, I would describe it. Lots of head though. I, I, not not I, I, yours though. I had it. It went away. 
Who needs oh, some more? Yeah, you can't even see through it. Mm, nice bouquet. Does anyone want to give us their impressions of it? How about a guest? Um, it's very dark, but I like it. First sip, I'm all about that. But I like the stouts in the winter, so this was a no-brainer for me. It's definitely a good winter Traverse City mm -hmm. beer. Shells, what do you think? Mm, I taste the coffee for sure. Yep. I like it. <clears throat> Yours poured a nice head, which I, is nice. Yeah, kind of extreme, I think. <laughs> Mine's full extreme. <laughs> yeah, how did that happen? Did you shake this beforehand? Yeah, I tried. It, is, it looks like a glass of Pepsi. It's creamy. I yeah. like that. That's the old meal. Yeah. But stouts are for me, so this is for Crazy? Mm, this is not for me. <laughs> no? Really? No. I thought you were the stout girl. Mm, not so much anymore. Not so much. Not so much. A little heavy. A little heavy? All right. Bob? Um, yeah, it's not for me either. Um, I do like a, a couple of stouts, but uh, just this one I'm trying to identify with some of the tastes that may be there and may not be there. Knobs, <laughs> what's your thoughts? I'm not a big oatmeal stout fan anyway, so it's going to be leaning on the not for me side. I think they nailed what they were looking to do. Uh, I taste all the flavors that they claimed, and it's a properly made beer, but not for me. How about you, Clark? Any thoughts? I would. I drink this. I have no problem with it. It's coffee enough, uh, and you don't get a lot of the aftertaste. That's usually my big complaint is it feels forced in a lot of beers. This is something I could drink five or six of them, but it tastes like a bunch of other stouts I've had before, too. So it's not unique enough where I would say you would have to drive up here to come see it and actually taste this beer. You could get it at other places. You can get similar stouts in other places. Mm. Aftertaste is something we've talked about a lot on the last few episodes. And you're right. There's not a lot of aftertaste. Mm. And I do actually enjoy that I prefer that. that. Yeah. I like that the coffee's toned back a little yeah. bit. Because yeah. I like coffee, but it's, like he said, it's... Sometimes really strong. In this is something that you can try multiple beers in the same sitting and not worry about yeah. them completely. We had a beer last week that lasted like 30 minutes. <laughs> it yeah. was insane. It's strange. I mean, it is nice for a stout not to have an aftertaste. It, it goes smooth. Yeah. Smooth. I feel like, like this does have an aftertaste. I feel like almost like the after you, you've sipped it, wait a few seconds, I feel like dry red wine aftertaste. Almost like that weird well, dry... I'm saying like a minute barely. later, you don't like breathe deeply and... Still no. taste that right. in here. Yeah, we had one last week <clears throat> that wouldn't go away. It Sweet, it felt like it was just sitting on the back of your tongue yeah. forever. It's funny when when I first tasted this, immediately my mind went to food and what food I want to pair it to because I think it's that kind of a stout, and I could actually make a gravy with this and it would be probably <laughs> yeah. pretty good. Yeah, for yeah, some like steak. Uh, uh, oh, like tonight. And that, it's like right when I first taste that, like, oh, I could pair this. With I so would mix food. this with French onion soup. Yeah, yeah but I'll put that in some French onion soup, and it'd be legit. Yeah, I'm guaranteed it would bring out you a really, really good. The coffee and some salty kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, be a little bit of <laughs> mixed impressions. <laughs> I would do. I'm okay with it. It's uh, fine for right now. I think I'm a met on it. Um, I'm just getting into the world of stout so i'm still kind of feeling my way around it, it, it's not bad i do like the fact that it, it has a clean finish and doesn't hang around i think it's got a good mouthfeel but might be a hair sweet for me i don't know if that's the oatmeal causing that i'm not <coughs> sure but uh for right now i'll say it's a meh 
But I'll give it the half glass test and <laughs> see where we end up. Well, most stouts are supposed to be drink at room temperature too. Oddly enough, with mm-hmm. <laughs> with stouts, you're not meant to drink them ice cold yeah, all the time. Room temperature. That's like a Guinness. Yeah, that's like, like yeah. There's yeah. a specific temperature. Yeah, I don't exactly know what it is, but. We that discussed the can. Oh, no, we didn't. Oh, let's do it. Describe the can to us, please. Well, I'm not really sure that's why I was wanted to describe the can, because I don't really know what that is. It's that a plumb, is a plumb <laughs> bob. What's a plumb bob? <laughs> hey, you're it, good. there's a description on the side you can yeah. read, actually. I have never heard Bubba, of it. It's, it's from the workshop, oh. and it's a plumb bob. So a plumb bob is a construction tool used by carpenters to Mostly measure bob. how... Plum a wall is going to be about. Plum. I've heard you use that word before. <laughs> yeah, we we've used a plum doing yeah. some of our home things. Not 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 like that, but we right. use washers <laughs> tied on the end of a yep. string. Same thing, but yep. but that thing on the front of the can is what they actually look like. It yeah. Is a plum bob. But yeah, it's it's, it's good artwork. Also I, the oh sorry. I'm just saying it's good artwork. No, I was gonna I was gonna keep. And I like how the uh, <laughs> the tip of it or the opposite of the bases it raises at Traverse City too. That's nice. It's got an anvil too, and not many of you probably know this because this goes way back. But Blotto Obsessed. is a freak about yeah. anvils. Anvil. Really? It, it used oh, yeah. to be. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, he God. used to bring up anvil <laughs> in his. Tomfoolery, almost all oh, yeah. the time. Is it because he's a cartoon character? <laughs> I think it had something to do with the Acme Anvil and the yeah. Roadrunner yeah. or something. But I think he actually owns one or two, just because over time he picked it up. But he he would have really appreciated the the Anvil. Just seeing. <laughs> I always think of him when I see an Anvil. Always, always, always. Well, okay. that's weird. Joe Rizzi, do you remember it? looking for an Anvil yes. for that? particular yeah, purpose years and years ago yep i sure do so but yeah i think i think that's the shtick of the workshop is everything's named after some sort of tool because of the workshop mm. uh, like ball peen hammer yeah when you don't know tools 20 pound sledge wouldn't be aware of that 20 pound sledge yeah we can just make up things i just know plumb bob from the sims that's the little thing above their head <laughs> it is it oh is that, that what they is. call it yes it's plumb oh, bob. that was just some made-up thing no nope. graphic I thought that was like the life crystal or something. Me nope. too. It's a plumb bob. So when she picks them up when she murders them. I've <laughs> <laughs> never murdered a sim in my entire life. I watched you. That's false. Jeez. You're in a Okay, so has everyone kind of got their two cents in on this beer? Yep. Yep. Okay. What we're going to do tonight is I kind of put together just some short notes here. We're not going to get too in-depth on any one of these topics. But wanted to keep it on a level that everybody could participate, because uh, I know Nobs and I are probably a little heavier into the whole political thing than you guys are on a normal basis. So, there's something political going on. Yeah, a little okay. bit. So what we thought we'd start out with is a simple one that I think everybody can participate in: is thoughts on the most recent debate, the one that they had in uh, Vegas. Um, kind of go around the room like we did with introductions and bubs we'll start with you well fred i think uh i think it was pretty predictable to me what was going to happen and that was a uh uh, let's drill uh bloomberg down as far as we can in the first debate i think that's uh do you see that as a good or a bad thing um it depends on whose side you're on (laughs) i'm asking you that's why i said do you see it as a good or a bad thing i think it was a good thing Okay. Yeah. You're not a big fan of Bloomberg? I don't. I think he's just a closet Republican. 
Okay. Honestly, he supports a lot of Republicans' uh, campaigns, and uh, I don't want to say just another billionaire from New York because he's—I no one's like Trump, but I—I uh, I just I'm not saying he's not—he hasn't done anything good. He, he's a good guy, but just not the guy for me. Um, and it makes me always makes me nervous when someone can buy their way in. Uh, when you look at Bernie, who, who sole campaign funds come through individuals, and then you go to a person like Bloomberg who can just buy his media company and buy as many commercials as he wants and do whatever he wants, that kind of makes me nervous for the institution of, if you're a billionaire, you can be president type thing. He's already spent $400 million within a few weeks. And he's only through four states. Yeah. Well, he hasn't yeah. even participated in any of them. Yeah, so yeah. That's an insane amount. That's half more than a million. That's more than entire campaigns. Yeah, and that, I mean that brings it back to campaign reform. You know, because um, someone like you or I should be able to run for president, but if we don't have the money, then you're not. You know, you you you, you just can't do it. Well, I'm just gonna let you know. I've written myself in before, so I have run for president. <laughs> just so you know, okay, it didn't work out. No, I did do it. Uh, what do you? Th- if you had more money, do you think it would work out better? Possibly. Okay. <laughs> Depends on what kind of pictures you're in the closet. Man. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna start a Patreon, and we're gonna get Fred 2024 going. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'd be done for that. I'm in. You're <laughs> easy. Did, was there anything about the debates that struck you? Well, it was what Bubba said. I was interested in hearing what Bloomberg had to say. And just seemed like they were on the attack with him, which was really interesting. Do you think it was justified, the attacks? Yes, I, I do. I mean, I think they are, you know, third grassroots, and he just comes in there with his billion dollars i think they had a right swinging his money belt yeah. around yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what they shells call i chose to watch lego builders instead of the oh, you fun. made the right oh, choice that show is real fun ding 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 i ding. feel like it's better speaking of things falling TV. apart <laughs> no i watched bits and pieces i watched in between i saw i Unfortunately, missed from what I hear was the Elizabeth Warren take down mm. Bloomberg right at the beginning. Oh yeah, we yes. That was sad, right out of the box. Sad to have missed that. She was like a ninja. Yeah, slicing. I came in hot. <laughs> I don't care for him. I was talking to Nobs on the way here about how I don't know much about him other than he's spending a ton of money and every other commercial is for him. Mm-hmm. I feel like his ads are um, misleading. Like he's got Obama in every single one. Almost looks like Obama's out campaigning for him. Mm-hmm. I don't like that at all. I feel like it's deceitful. Um, most of my friends that live in New York don't seem to like him in New York City. They should know. Why they, don't they? I don't know, but I just yeah. That's all yeah I in see. general, I see that He's, too. We have similar friends who yeah. live there, and nobody likes him yeah, that I know. So if I feel like he was such a great, we have similar leanings mm-hmm. to, for us. Yeah. If he I was see. such a great Democratic mayor, you would think more of them would say, "Oh, good job, our mayor's in yeah. there." Right. But nobody says that. They all no. just really. Say, you would think the entire city and state would be behind him at this point, and they're right. not. Yeah. So that should be a telling sign. So I agree. Frisk. That's my take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. How about you, Half? Yeah, I share similar feelings with everybody but i only really watched part of it i saw the initial you know everyone down the line kind of had their chance to get their say in about bloomberg at lay first. some lumps on yeah and they did bloomberg. and i'm not saying that was a bad thing or anything i i don't really know much about him but 
Yeah. Besides Bloomberg, was there anything else that came out of it? I didn't watch enough of it, honestly, to speak on that. So. Okay. Sorry. Not no. this week. <laughs> Good enough. Good. How about you, Clark? Did you, did you I watch also part? didn't watch it, so this is <laughs> probably not one of the... Why not? Um, I just burned out. At a certain point, Like I don't care if Bloomberg got into, into the actual debates itself. He had the money, so he got in. That was the sole thing. He's just more up there for show because it's going to come down to all the ads, all the other campaigning that's, that is actually happening. I think it's going to come down between Biden, Buttigieg, and Bernie. And I think Buttigieg is the least controversial out of everybody. So probably I'm going to end up picking him anyways. Uh, somebody's shaking their head, but <laughs> I think that might be they end up being safer bet out of everybody, and they may just take that. Sometimes we need more than safe. Do we though. need more yeah. than safe? They yeah. can literally put a broomstick up well, against. <laughs> I have an unfortunate Trump. feeling, and I was talking to Nobs about that on the way here. Buddha Judge is too safe for me. Mm-hmm. I like him. I think he's fine. My problem with him is I feel that this country is not in a place where he is as electable as you think that he is. I feel like there are still too many people who were maybe on the fence who will find out that he is gay and will not vote for him for that purpose. There's a lot of close-minded people yes. that don't yeah. know that information. I don't think it's the I, time. But I think that's the one of the few things that somebody might be able to get over between all the other things. If they elected a black president, they may be able to swing enough to elect somebody who's gay. Uh, yes, I agree. Um, but the, the diehards that aren't going to vote for him wouldn't have voted for because he's not gay anyways, I feel. Yeah, I mean, I don't see a lot of the... I don't hear anybody say anything about gay people, you know? Oh, no, that's the that, point. I think that nobody knows that yet. Yeah. I know that my and mom so he got, I didn't know Honestly, that. Honestly, I don't... It, they shouldn't. Okay. So here's the thing. Right. It's, it's Democrats. We don't care if he's gay or not. We don't care. Now, but if, we're not if, trying to turn if, our side. If Pete to him. makes it to November third, that's when you'll hear. About you'll hear it. before yes. then because of the it's Republican half. But and, by then, and that's, it's too that's late. her point. Is yeah. if he gets nominated, that's the Democrats nominating him. But you need someone right. who can go into November who I can vote for well, that. I want to go back to just a safe pick, right? Hillary was a safe pick, right? Compared to Bernie. Yeah. Yeah. And then, what happened with her? She won the popular vote. Yeah, and that's not enough. And that's where I'm. Uh, that's where I'm going with that is that Biden would be the probably one of the safest picks because he's like a reset of all the ideals of that. But I think Trump's got him enough with all the investigation stuff that people wouldn't want to elect him because Trump has all the ammo against them. Same thing with Bernie. That would be a bad debate. Right. That'd be a bad debate. Same thing with Bernie is that. He he owned socialism too much, and it's a dirty word, and the people don't understand. And I've talked to people where you could say, this is what he plans on doing, and that's considered a socialist idea of Medicare for all and things. And they're like, oh, no, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, so you're agreeing with the explanation, but you heard the dirty word of socialism. And that's where, the, like I said, the debate in general, I don't think that changed that just because Trump is very good at branding people and trying to call them names, and sometimes those names stick for the independent people that don't do a lot of research or do things. So that's why I didn't bother to watch the debate, because it's going to come down to the end. Bernie's also very good about explaining 
his democratic socialist stance, though. Yes. Right. And on a stage in front of the world where it's him and Trump, I think he can explain it in a way that people will understand what it's really about. Right. And that's where the explaining is the key part. Trump has just got that golden ticket word of socialism and it's the generation that was worried about communism and socialism and things that do they have to turn turn that around which but i also think bernie is not afraid to go after trump and push his buttons right and talk about small hands and corporate greed and where he gets his money from and all the other corrupt bullshit that he's done yeah like i said i biden and Bernie are, are probably your, your, your better of the two. Uh, Buttigieg, I would just see as a kind of known unknown that sometimes they would just throw out there to get a pick. Well, I think a couple of things about that, too. Two points to make about that. I, I feel like Buttigieg is a little young, and I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily for us who are more progressive. I don't know if I feel that he can take even as middle of the road and centrist as I feel like he is, I don't know that he can overcome his age and his sexuality. sexuality. But more than that, I feel this... I'm a Bernie girl, as we all know, and I was last time, and I don't... I worry that the same thing will happen as last year. I feel like he's got all this momentum. He's winning all these. Ele- he's winning all the primaries. He's winning all the caucuses. Everyone's going out and voting and doing their thing. And and he's. It's all happening again, just like it happened last time. In the end, they didn't pick him. Was it the right choice? I don't think. Well, it was. and that's that's why I kind of brought it back to the debate side. Is that I didn't bother to watch because honestly, I don't think a lot of that's going to matter. No. With Warren and Bloomberg, Bloomberg's going to spend himself out. Where at a certain point, he's going to be. I've spent enough yeah. money. Oh, yeah. Even though he's a billionaire, he's going to do it more for the, I was in it to the end, I did this. Ultimately, maybe he gets a cabinet position like everybody else. Uh, and, and same thing with Warren itself. I think she's got too much baggage behind her because of Trump. But Sand, they, sandbagging her with some But if they that, keep going in and he's he's sweeping the country with all these votes and everyone likes him, and then they go, oh, nope, we're going to pick Biden. The same people who didn't vote last year because of it, the same people who voted for the party, and even more maybe this time, aren't going to vote, and Trump's going to be back in. Right. That's my fear. And that's the stupid people where they'll not vote instead of voting, which is almost just as worse. Or they'll vote third party. Or they'll vote third party. Or they'll write write themselves in. Yeah. What what do you guys think about... So I don't don't know how to I thought I had a good shot. (laughs) I felt um, it was my time. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> Always write your name in. You get rushes to interfere now with you. Now we know. You know what? Just from what you guys have been talking about, especially with Buttigieg, can you imagine how tied in a knot dear leader's nutsack is that he hasn't been allowed to come out against the gay thing oh, yet? Yeah. And think about it. Oh, yeah. He, he holds his tongue about nothing else but... They are for sure staying away from that third rail. Well, it, it, it cracks me up because I know it's killing. And like I said, that's because the, they want to go for the the cheap shot. And if he gets nominated, they will. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's was what my my, my oh, yeah. second point Waiting, just, yeah. was that <laughs> if Buttigieg for some reason gets through, 
It's going to be guns a blazing. It's oh, going to yeah. be oh the anti-gay thing will just come. Oh yeah. Fire people, fire and, up and, and, that, and right I hate now. to say it though, I think a, a gay man will be elected before a woman would, just because of. You, you know what I think about Pete is I think that he would make a great VP. Sure. Yeah. For I whoever. I just for a lot of the reasons you guys have already stated, I, I can't see him getting through. I like Pete, and I think he'd be great. Yeah. He'd be much better than what we got, but I think with the the whole gay thing, it may might take some more conditioning and whatever. So as a VP, I could see people getting on board for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're almost there. I just don't think we're. I think everybody there in that's up there that literally could do a better job than what we have. But <laughs> that's yeah. not difficult. Yeah, that, that's that's what we're saying. But it's the, convincing the independents and and. Some Republicans and and honestly discouraging some of those people that would go out and just negatively vote for somebody like Bernie. Like I said, there might be more people driven to vote because like we're gonna elect a socialist, but but then they go work their three jobs to pay for their health care. They don't understand. Let me ask you guys this uh, one question: um, How many of you guys want to see major change in this country in the next four years? Before you answer that, when I say major change, not just looking at how you are doing, your job is doing, but looking at healthcare, education, poverty in our country, and education poverty. When I say that, like the lack of education because you have poverty. How many of you guys would want to see major change, not just minor change or some talk of change in the next four years? Fred? She raised her hand. She raised her hand. We need major change. That's why I don't want to vote safe. I think we need to be as progressive as we can. Agree with that, for sure. Um, Shells? Oh, yeah. Well, for sure. I will admit that I'm progressive, socialist, whatever you want to call me. And I work in the social service industry where I see the people without any, you know... Some of them are in the system, for sure, but they certainly don't have a chance for education the way other people do. And I am coming into it with $130,000 in student debt. So I do know how expensive school is well, to get a degree. What, right? uh, for, you, for you coming from that, from that stance, what kind of, uh, what's the first change you would like to see done? I don't know. When I say major, uh, like change, a major change. Change in healthcare, change in education. Oh, I definitely think of changing healthcare. Healthcare? Yeah. Well, for sure. I, I, work, if, I work somewhere where I don't get offered healthcare. That's my job. I have to mm-hmm. provide it for myself in some way or another, which requires me to make decisions that I don't really want to do to keep my healthcare. And I don't think I should have to do that. I should, and, I, and the healthcare that I do have has such a high deductible, I can't even afford to go to the doctor. And right. then you have a place you can drive 20 minutes north or east and they have health care for everybody correct so that's the first change i would make for sure yeah the cost i remember growing up i didn't we didn't have health insurance and uh we had to pay everything out of our pocket and it was affordable it wasn't like you had to go and you know figure out how you're going to go and pay for this you just my mom took me and it it was affordable yeah now you just you can't go to the doctor sick oh i remember when i was a kid there was a, a time where Oh, you're sick. Let's go to the doctor. It wasn't. Uh, 
we can't afford to go to the doctor right. type thing, you know? Right, and when you don't have base, if you're not well, you can't work. You can't, when you have those opportunities, you can't work, you can't go to school, you can't do anything if you're not well, right? Or don't have the opportunity to get well. And how many people don't even know they're sick or, right, because they don't go or to the doctor. Or deal with it. And right. Clark? I, the healthcare is probably the number one because nobody should have to worry about did, did I hurt myself at work? Can I, can I afford to be sick? Can I not be in there? When you should just be able to walk in and say, I don't feel well and be taken care of. When you're literally paying for your life, uh, it, that should not be a thing. But I, I think kind of bringing it back to some of the stuff was that the Republican, intentionally or unintentionally, has always branded it more as they're taking away something from you as a person by giving somebody else that health care versus saying this is a human right, this is what you should have. Yeah. And I think that's Trump Trump and even Republicans have demonized the that healthcare part of the system where they think having healthcare companies make billions of billions of dollars uh, always be more important than just saying this children this child yeah. is sick, they need help. Yeah. And it should be literally just walk in and they get helped. And when there's charity organizations that have to raise money to make sure some a kid doesn't die. That's yeah. just oh, yeah. complete insanity. Yeah. The fact that that's, that's even legal, it should be, it'll walk in and not have to worry about, you're going to lose your house, you're going to yeah. lose everything because your kid is sick. It's mm-hmm. insanity yeah. to keep doing that. And I think that's a class thing for sure because I, I work with people that have never suffered or struggled or mm-hmm. had anything, any problems. And the other day, one of our clients is going to lose her housing because she hid the fact that her husband was her ex-husband had moved in to help take care of her she's dying of cancer he she didn't tell anyone that he moved in he's been staying there her him and his son to help take care of her he has income which should have counted so in our whatever field that's uh non-compliant with the rules of the program and she's has to fight to keep her voucher and she may lose her housing she may lose the roof over her head and one of my coworkers said, well, I guess that means they have to go out and get jobs. And I said, well, except that she's dying. Like, it doesn't matter to her in her head. She's milking the system right now. She's getting free housing. It's coming out of our pockets as taxpayers. And shame on this woman for not getting out and getting a job. I know for a fact plenty of these people have jobs. And they still can't afford to survive without help, without assistance. Because maybe they weren't educated or they didn't, whatever. But there's a whole percentage of this country that believes that way who don't think they should have to kick in for somebody else's health care right or even just education in general right they like oh you can just go get that job like well mm-hmm. i can't make fifty thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. unless i had a degree that i couldn't afford to go get because i was working three jobs to pay for my health care right so half pint i think i skipped you didn't i i contributed a little bit yeah, yeah we're good nice so in my opinion there are three major things that should never be for profit uh, rehabilitation, like jails, mm-hmm. yep. education, and healthcare. Exactly. Like Those three that. things to me are like the moral foundation of a society. Yeah. And no one should profit from those. That's where greed comes in. You're going to take money over someone else's well-being. So I would love to see that go away. Thank That's you. the major change that I want. Yeah. But I also know we're never going to get major change just by focusing on a presidency. It has to be yep. House, <laughs> Senate, yeah. Presidency, well, and, and then Supreme Court. And that's why all these Republicans, good or bad, want him in there because they know they can just push 
judges through and get all the uh, people they want in there for the laws. Because even all the judges that he's nominated and got in this whole entire time, they're saying it's going to take years and years of impact to finally get rid of him, even if a Democrat gets inside of office. Yeah, they've definitely packed the courts without yeah. question. He's put in a record number so far. And a lot of those judges do not even pass the the minimum bar no. requirements. Yeah. But yet, these are uh, appointments for he life. Did the, he did the shotgun approach of literally anybody who agreed with him got in and then maybe some passed, some maybe some didn't, but you still got it. You still got them all through. I think something that we never think about or don't think about or don't discuss is the importance of changes at the state level. It, mm-hmm. I think that it seems unimportant because it doesn't make federal law, but I feel like legalizing marijuana, for instance, is an example. But I mean, the more states do it, the more people realize this is what the country wants. Bit by bit by bit by bit, these little pieces are falling into place and eventually federally those changes are going to take place too i think that that's kind of the same for and it's like lead by example right yeah, like of. oh california is really good at their environment at their you know environmental issues and they know what they're doing let's ban single-use plastic let's do this and pretty soon more states follow suit and pretty soon i know it's slower that process than immediate changes but i think those things matter well it's just like reversing prohibition they mm-hmm. tried tried that in state by state <laughs> Mm-hmm. They slowly got rid of that. It takes more time, but it works in the end. Bottoms up to that. That's why we get. Oh, that was sad. Clang. <laughs> it was a can. What else you got, Fred? Well, let's see. I've got quite a notepad of things here. It's upside down. It is not. <laughs> um. Does anyone have any thoughts about the pardons that took place this week? No. Nope. No. 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 I think he's softening the blow to pardon all of his buddies, even more so. Either if he gets, let's say he gets knocked out of the presidency, on his way out, everybody he's pardoning on his way out to shut him up. For sure. Because if he doesn't get reelected, he's going to face trials for all the other stuff that that's happened. So I think he's just kind of softening that blow to pardon everybody else. Even if he wins the presidency again, he's just going to start pardoning all of his, all of his friends, all of his buddies. It's more of a show. And then he can say, I've done this the whole time. And actually it'd be true. <laughs> Surprisingly. But uh, it was just a media show. It's a show of loyalty that if you stick with him, you're, you're going to get um, a pardon and not have to worry about it. And it even costs, the country money. I, I think there was one guy he owed like over a hundred thousand uh, dollars still, and by partying him, partying him, he uh, yeah, doesn't have like three hundred thousand. Yeah, well, that's one of the guys. I then uh, the fines are dismissed. Yes. Yeah, all the fines are dismissed, and his uh, uh, reality show hair mate, whatever his name is, Blagojevich. Blagojevich. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm what? a Trump Trumpocrat. So I don't know a whole lot about them. I know uh, there's something that happened this week. I guess my <laughs> bigger question is, why did they do this in the first place, a presidential pardon? I don't know the history of it, but... Either do I. I'm not sure why they get to do what they do, but... Yeah, I, 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 I actually don't know. You don't? Well, history. Yeah, I mean, it seems back then when people were 
more human. <laughs> I'm sure it made sense, you know. Part pig people now. <laughs> you know, the Washington Lincoln days. It made sense, you know, because they weren't partnering, you know. You know well, you could have, if you were fought, if you friends. fought for the British, you could be considered war criminal. A, a war criminal. And, and I think it was just a, a, a pardons have been a, a practice for. Uh, centuries. It's yeah. not just a presidential thing, but mm. I think as as a leader of the free world, you should be able to say, uh, in the whole idea is they were meant to uh, uh, get people to actually write in and, and request it. it there was always mm. like thousands of upon yeah. requests. The yeah. idea was that you could basically write into the president and say, hey, this person was treated unfairly. They mm-hmm. got a term that was way too long. Would you consider pardoning them? Or even they could decide to or not. It wasn't meant to pardon someone who helped you reach the office. Yeah. You're right. It wasn't a. It wasn't a. I got it through. So here you go. Wasn't quid pro quo. Right. Exactly. Right. And typically, all these pardons happen like in the months between the election and when the next person gets sworn in too. Right. Yeah. It's, it's almost meant as like a like a ceremony. Yeah, some thing. presidents at least have the decency of making it like one of the last things they do because yeah. I think Clinton like. Didn't he like pardon like his brother-in-law or something like that on his way out? So at least they have the decency to yeah. do it at the end. So, so this weird, is just like, such a weird time to do it, right before Stone gets sentenced. Right. It's, usually well, at the end. Normally it's, it's at the end. end like, like Nav yeah. was saying, it's normally a thing they do at yeah. the yeah. end. It's so kind of like more what, ceremonial. Yeah. Like what Clark was talking about, it's creating that normalcy uh. of the situation to where. Yeah, it's normal for me to go through and pardon all these people. Yeah, and Stone is just the next person in this long line of lists. Yeah, right. He he's he's building the momentum of I've done it already, but then, <coughs> but then it also casts anybody else that if you get caught, I'll do it for you or just as long as there's an R next to your name. Yeah. <laughs> so Fred Stone Pro- got forty months. Right. Is that just enough? Not enough or too much? I thought it was weak. I, I thought for sure that the judge was going to give him like about five, which five I think would have no five five years, which I think would have well, been. Well, how fair. how old is he though? Sixty-seven. That right. should, that has nothing yeah. to do with the law. I'm, I'm just saying sometimes they take compassionate mm-hmm. whatevers into it. That yeah, it sucks. But I think the one guy wanted like seven or eight years, seven six or nine. seven to nine. Yeah. Well, those Before were the prosecutors that, that didn't resigned. Quit. Yeah, or they, so. they end up quitting. I, I agree. I don't, I don't think it's long enough. They should got, he should have got a few more years. I think well, five would have been fair. Yeah. Even, you know, even if they were asking seven to nine, I thought five would have been well, right does, in the sweet spot. Does he have any more pending cases? Stone? Yeah. No. Well, not yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not yet. But I think even like stuff like Rudy Giuliani and stuff, I think he uh, uh, Trump is casting that net of uh, sending off his people out there to do nefarious things to to say at least you uh, if you do get caught it won't be as bad. I think. Barr threatened to resign too, didn't he? Or uh, that's bullshit. Yeah, I have to throw total bullshit. Yeah, I, until he does it, doesn't mean shit. Yeah. He's just he's just trying to provide himself with some cover. So, all right, all right. Well, that was lively. <laughs> Got everyone involved. And... Wrap it up. Yeah, perfect one to end on. Yeah. Okay, I guess <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up here.
Yep. Uh, <laughs> bottoms up. Bottoms. <laughs> I don't know. Out. 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 Uh, bottoms up. My beer's gone. Sorry. Politics. Some culture and craft beer. Politics. And that is why you're here. Politics. I don't.